Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Spiritual AF, a manifestation podcast for success-driven humans. My name is Johnny Maria Gresta, and I am completely obsessed with helping you live a wildly fulfilling life where you are thriving in every way possible. I have helped thousands of humans get happier, healthier, and wealthier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your own transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, my beautiful manifestation humans. Who today is the free training, the free training practical manifestation for high achievers, where me and a bunch of y'all are going to spend three days today, tomorrow, and Monday diving deep into the how to of manifestation. I don't know if I'm going to be running this again. So now's your time to come in, guys. We're going to start 12 p.m. Central Time today, 12 p.m. tomorrow, and then 5 p.m. on Monday. If you do end up coming in afterwards and you can't make it live or whatever, I will send you the replays. So you will not miss out if you're like, oh, shit, wait, I don't know if I can make it or whatever. Or you're listening to this afterwards. Um, yeah, just sign up anyway. Obviously, it has to be within the three days, though, because I can't do this like three years from now. So don't do that. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have other things for you guys. <laughs> okay, so come on in. Now, today we're talking about practicing non-attachment. And I feel like <sighs> people talk about this from a state of like when everything has come together and when they already have the millions of dollars and when their business is already doing really fucking well or, you know, their body already looks really fucking amazing and, you know, so they already have the things of their dreams. So obviously it's so much fucking easier to be non-attached, right? And I want to talk about this from a place of like, what do we do when we don't have those things? So obviously we are feeling quite... You know, like, oh my goodness, but I just need it to happen. <laughs> That's valid. I'm not going to tell you that it's not fucking valid. I'm not just going to tell you to, well, just practice being not attached and just know that it's working out. Yes, it all is fucking working out. But how do we do that and move through some of the most trying fucking times? So obviously, I'm going to start with a story. <laughs> okay. As I'm drinking coffee, which is also kind of weak this morning because I didn't have my full tablespoon measure because my husband didn't run the dishwasher last night. And so it was in there. And so, yeah, it's a little weak coffee, but it's fine. I have energy enough without the coffee. I mainly just drink it for taste and to go to the bathroom. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so my business has not been producing like I have wanted it to. Finances for my husband and I over the past year have been the hardest to the point where sometimes we didn't know how we were going to pay our rent. You know, we were scared we were going to get our car taken away. We had to ask for money from our families multiple, multiple times, multiple people. I mean, delinquent on payments, like just a fuckery of shit. And we're not fully out of it right now, but it's really just gotten so much better. And I want to talk about how important non-attachment was for me. So here's how I was approaching it when things started to get really bad. And then here's how I've been, how both of us have been approaching it 
over the past however long few months or so as things have gotten better because what happens is that when you stop gripping on the need for it to get better right this moment even though like if it's finances or something like that like it kind of quote-unquote does you know what I mean like there's consequences if it doesn't get better (laughs) immediate consequences that are really fucking shitty so of course there is in my mind like all of the worst case possibilities and y'all I have to say it was so hard to not focus on the worst case possibilities and there was the part of me that was like but I I just it's like I had where I was with finances and then I have where I would like to be with finances and now I'm kind of in that in-between state where I'm seeing it come together come together come together same thing with clients and stuff like that. That's the most amount of people that we've had in a free training, like fucking in a really long time. That's a live free training. I have one other freebie that has done so well over the years. A lot of you are in that level up to thrive. Um, yeah, but um, so needless to say, it got really fucking bad. And now it's gotten better and better and better and better. And now we're able to you know, have a roof over our head comfortably, have a car, have a lot of different things that we were really struggling with and we have a really expensive car as well. So, you know, there were a lot of things going on in our head, a lot of ego filled, like I shouldn't be here. Like, you know, kind of, I can't believe this is happening to me type thing. And so how did I switch out of that in the immediate sense, even though things didn't necessarily get better because you have to feel better in order for them to get better. Right. I basically became at peace with where I was. I became at peace with like, hey, money fucking sucks right now. I became at peace with, hey, enrollment for my programs really fucking sucks right now. You know, I feel really confused in all these areas in my business. I feel really unconfident in all of these areas. And I stopped trying to push my way out of it, which I know isn't like the answer that you might want to like manifest more money right now and get out of it right now, manifest more clients right now. But it, the, res, the, the detachment comes, the detachment from our desires comes when we have no resistance to where we are, which can be hard on the physical realm level, but it can be easy on the internal realm level. So you can have resistance to like, fuck, I want to be somewhere different, different externally. But internally, you get to be like, hey, this is just where I am. Yeah, you don't need to force it to be anything different that's not going to work. And that was one of the biggest things that I had to continuously tell myself, like, Johnny, forcing things right now, forcing yourself to be somewhere else, forcing yourself to let me have a good money mindset and spend this money and do this and do that. None of that (laughs) was helpful because of the amount of despair and struggle we were in. And so here's my steps for really how I overcame it. So yes, I practiced that just being at peace with where I was at. Whenever the thoughts came up saying, oh my goodness, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And oh my goodness, look at where you are and how fucking embarrassing. And now you have to deal with this call. And now you have to call this person. Now you have to ask this person for money. I just became, I just started saying, you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> like I'm, I'm here. I'm not, I can't pretend like I'm not here. So I have to just be at peace with it. So how can you get to at peace with whatever it is? that you are that is coming up for you right now. Maybe it is finances, maybe it is your business, maybe it's even your body. You know, I sent an email last night talking about this time in my life when everything from my body to finances to my relationship to my business 
to everything just really fucking fell to the goddamn ground. And I talk about that experience a lot. I was there for almost about two years. And, you know, even when, even though my body wasn't necessarily like a pressing matter, like I wasn't going to die of a heart attack. I wasn't having a stroke. I wasn't having, you know, I didn't need to go for heart surgery if I didn't lose X amount of weight or whatever. But I was in such a place, like I, I know what it's like to be in such a place with your body where you hate it so deeply where you're like, I need it to change like yesterday. So even though it may not be as pressing of a topic, maybe as finances or anything like that, I started looking at it as that same thing because I'm like, okay, well, if I can go from being quite obsessed with my body needing to change, and if I can go from this place of massive attachment to, oh, I just need to be skinnier, no, I just need to be leaner, no, this needs to be better, and I can go from that to a place of non-attachment, and being like, okay, cool, I don't like my stomach right now. Okay, cool, I have cellulite on my arms for the first time in my life. Okay, cool, nothing in my closet fits me. If I can go from that place in, in a less pressing matter like my health, then how can I replicate that same energy and bring it into finances? So my second recommendation to you is to make sure that you take an area of your life where maybe you've had this experience before and maybe it was as pressing, maybe it wasn't as pressing, whatever, and you were able to just relax where you were in some sense. It doesn't need to feel comfortable. Like I'm not saying you have to feel comfortable in your body. I'm not saying that you have to feel comfortable having no money. I'm not saying you have to feel comfortable working your ass off in your business and not seeing the results. I'm not saying that. But at peace and comfortable, I believe, are two different things. It's like when you're at peace, you it's just something that you don't grip onto. Yeah, it's a knowing that it's okay to be where you are because your ego isn't attached to the story. Your ego isn't attached to, well, I should be somewhere different. You know, the story of when I uh, struggled a lot with my with my health and my body, um, I don't necessarily even want to say health because I don't think there was anything wrong with me in terms of my actual health. I also don't really go to doctors, so I don't really know. But, you know, having an ex- and massively excess amount of body fat, having a body that I did not actually like, um, you know, where was I? Wait, what was the point? What was the point? What was the point? <laughs> okay, the point of all of this is that you don't, I, I was not comfortable not being able to run. I was not comfortable not being able to do push-ups. It was uncomfortable for me to go to yoga and not be able to hold myself in downward dog like I used to be able to like it was a fucking no-brainer I had done you know uh strength training for fucking years my shoulders were always fucking strong I never had a large body so it was always easy for me so my ego oh this was the point my ego had this story of but you spend your like you have this attachment to the story of well I'm the skinny person I'm the lean person I'm the in really good shape person I have that story and that's what gets reflected back to me. People are always like, oh yeah, Johnny's in such good shape. And you know, that was just the thing that happened for 12 years of my life before I really gained a lot of weight and you know, struggled with regulating it. And so the moral of the story is that your story about who you are and who you should be is very ego filled. We talk a lot about the ego in terms of like, um, oh, you know, he's so egotistical and stuff like that and self-centered and all that stuff. Yes, but our ego is the part of us that gets attached to any story of I'm good or I'm bad. Where I am is good or bad. 
our ego is the one that makes the, the our circumstances mean something. So as I became extremely broke, I had the story of, but I'm successful, but, um, but I'm not supposed to be here. But just last year, I was making so much fucking money. But my business is something that does well. But I'm such a good business coach. Like, I've business mentored so many people, and they're fucking doing great. What the hell's wrong with me? I had all of these fucking stories in my health. It was like, but you're the person who's skinny. But you're the person who's jacked. But you're the person who's et cetera, et cetera. So you see how that stories, the stories that we create, are the things that actually create the resistance. Yeah, because then we say, but I shouldn't be here, but I'm better than this, but this, but that, but that. And yes, you're going to get out of it. And yes, you are better than this, but this is where you are. And infinite possibilities are still available to you, but we do not get to attract those when we're gripping because we're like, I just need to keep up this image. That's really what it felt like. It felt like I just need to keep up this image of the person who has a lot of money, the person who has this, the person who has that, the person who has the amazing body, the person who is in insane shape. Like I didn't know who I was without these stories. Does that make sense? One of my biggest lessons during all of this time of like all of the things that I was gripping onto getting like really just torn away from me all the ways that I was successful just really get torn away from me was to love myself without any of those things that was one of my biggest lessons I've talked about it here on the podcast a lot um but I remember being in Tulum I was hosting a retreat and um it was so fucking beautiful the clients were so magical I co-hosted it with a friend of mine and um I remember like I was really it was like I was struggling in my business. I was launching things, getting one or two people or three people. And it was just, I was just, ah. And I'm like, I'm here supposed to be representing somebody who can help these people. (laughs) And I've helped both of them before. Both of the people who were on the retreat with me and my friend were past clients of mine who had done so fucking well, sold tens of thousands of dollars in launches and clients for four or $5,000 for health coaching. Like they were just on fucking fire and here I was literally going back to my room like hysterically fucking crying because I had the story of I'm not good enough to coach these people I'm not good enough to coach somebody and and their health business if I don't have a healthy body because this was when I was at my biggest at this point so it was like the universe was mirroring so many beautiful things back to me and my focus instead of being on that retreat my focus and like loving where I was and being like wow look at what I'm hosting look at how much I'm impacting these people I had the story behind all of that that was oh my goodness I don't belong to be here I don't or I don't deserve to be here. Wow, I don't belong to be. I believe you. Got, you guys know what I'm saying. I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was a glitch in my thought process. <laughs> I don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve to coach these people. If only they knew how much I was struggling, they wouldn't have paid me. I created all of these stories about how much finances needs needed to be good in order for people to see my brilliance. In order for people to to see how how much I can help them and they'd already paid me I was already deeply fucking helping them they had already trusted me for so fucking long these were long-term clients who came into multiple programs of mine like they didn't choose me because I made a certain amount of money and even though finances did get bad for a short period of time it was 
it did, doesn't negate the previous success. Just because my my body looked the way that it did for a short period of time doesn't negate my ability <laughs> to strength train and get back to where I was. You know, all of that stuff. And so again, we create stories. So look at the story that you are fucking creating. And then find peace with just where it is that you're at. What is the most peaceful thing that you can think at that moment? So whenever those thoughts of scarcity would come up, whenever those thoughts of, oh, I feel like shit in my body would come up, or my relationship is falling to the fucking ground, like, you know, it it would just be like, okay, well, if I didn't have resistance in this moment, what would I be thinking? And it wasn't that, oh, I'm a millionaire and oh, my relationship is great. And oh my goodness, like my body is so lean and so strong. It wasn't like affirmations in those types of ways, but the non-resistance was just, I'm here and it sucks. Okay. (laughs) You know, it's like, we cannot reach for a better feeling thought that is too good that we can't get our energy behind. You can't fake yourself into thinking something more positive. But what you can do is just choose something that doesn't feel as heavy in terms of resistance. Does that make sense? And like, of course, there's the part of me is like, don't talk about these things. Or, you know, my ego is like, oh, if you share these things, people aren't going to respect you in terms of manifestation. How can you be a manifestation mentor and have gone through like, possibly you know the worst case scenario was going homeless and all this stuff and in my eyes it makes me even more fucking credible because I've gone through the fucking trenches and I know how to get out of it (laughs) I hope you're in a better place than my like fucking second rock bottom I guess I would call it but uh, there's still power the third thing I want you to do is know that you have power know that if you created your current situation you can manifest your way out of it if you're manifested your way there you can manifest your way out of it do you get that if i manifested my way here i can that was also another affirmation that i kept saying again people use affirmations like some sort of like miracle working to like i'm a millionaire i'm a millionaire i'm a millionaire but internally you don't fucking feel it but at that moment i was like huh if i could manifest my way here i could manifest my way out of this And that was also something that I used when I had my first rock bottom, as I call it, which was when my fiance cheated on me. I had no fucking, I had somewhat more, a little more money than I did at um, my lowest, like my second lowest. But it was like, it was still the same concept. Do you understand that? Like the physical reality is just responding to your thoughts. The physical reality doesn't care if you're homeless or if you're a millionaire and struggling with money. The the physical reality, the universe, doesn't care if you are at your leanest and still want to get leaner or if you're at your heaviest and want to get leaner. Like, it's still responding to you. Everything is responding to you. It doesn't care if you get a certification and you paid a business coach and now you think you should be where you where you said you were going to be. It doesn't care how many hours you've spent. It, it responds to your fucking energy. And so being in the energy of that resistance is what is going to push it away because you're not in the energy of being a match for the thing that you desire. So yes, I'm a firm believer that the universe deeply supports us and wants us to succeed, but do you hold the energy of I am deeply supported and I I want myself to succeed in this moment. 
So any single time those negative thoughts would come up, this is, I guess, the fourth thing, are we on the fourth thing, fifth thing, whatever it is, um, I would shift it. I would shift it to remind myself that, hey, it's okay to be here. Everything in my ego wants to be like, no, it's not. But listen, we want more money. We want a different body. We want this. We want that. Essentially, what we're searching for is some sort of safety and peace. Fuck happiness in those moments. I just wanted peace. And so I would retrain myself to feel peaceful even amidst the chaos. And something I've preached since day one of this podcast and day one of my online teachings is that you cannot react to the physical world in a negative way. When the physical world is fucking chaotic as shit, your job is to not feed into it. Your job is to not worry about it. Your job is to get to such a deep internal place of peace and groundedness that, and I'll get into a few more tangible things after this, but your job is to get into that place of peace and groundedness where you are in the hecticness, in the crazy. Yeah. One of the ways that my husband and I have been working on manifesting money through his business, with I, which I believe it's a joint process. I believe that him and I significantly impact each other's energies and each other's manifestations. So really getting on the same page about how we each want to be supported in our businesses, getting on the same page about, hey, I see you spiraling. What can we shift here? How can we do this? What do you need me to hold space for? Like yesterday, I was kind of spiraling for a fucking second. I don't know why. I couldn't even explain to you why, but it was like, just like, an uh, I think I was just overworked, hangry and tired. Um, <laughs> I didn't really do a lot of work, but <laughs> the, the energy within me was like, ah, we got to rest. You know, those days. Yeah, that was that day. And I still had so much more to get done. I didn't get any of it done because I was like, I just need to, I think I was just watching the Kardashians and like million dollar listing or some shit like that. But anyway, he was like, he was talking me out of my fucking spiral. And as a result, we had two more people sign up for the free fucking training. But had I stayed in that hectic place, had I stayed in that stressful place, had I stayed in that resistant place, resistant to any sort of peace or goodness that I could feel in that moment, celebration that I could feel in that moment, I would not have attracted the other two people who came in last night. Right. So something that we've been playing around with is how can we so deeply support each other and hyping each other up even when things quite go kind of go chaotic. So when his house is closed and he's selling a contract to a house, which is essentially what he does as a wholesaler, you don't have to understand if it's a weird concept. But anyway, on closing day, sometimes shit doesn't happen right. Sometimes the days before closing, they find out that something's really fucking wrong with the house. And now the person wants to back out. And obviously, as we were banking on his like large amounts of money to come through, because I currently do not have a lot of one-on-one -on -one clients, um, I don't take on a lot of one-on-one -on -one clients, I haven't launched one-on-one, -on -one, et cetera, et cetera, like his massive payments were the things that were really carrying us right on the in-between of us getting paid smaller amounts and things through my courses and all that stuff. And so um, one of the things that we started practicing was no longer getting crazy and reacting to people pulling out of contracts no longer getting crazy and re reacting and start stressing about how then we can't do this then we can't do that then we can't do that if the money doesn't come in right it's like again when you're gripping onto the thing and then you start to see it go south and you're like but i need it now but i need it today but i need it this but i need this you block your availability for things to get better and then you're feeding into the chaos and then you're attracting more of it 
So when things feel like they are chaotic, this is number five, when things feel like they are chaotic and you just need to feel fucking grounded, that is your fucking job. To not react to the physical world, not in the sense of, I know it's all working out for you. Sure, if that vibes with you, cool. But a lot of times when I'm spiraling, that doesn't fucking vibe with me. <laughs> so instead, what I do is like, okay, how can I just be at peace? Because, and I literally, I literally tell myself, y'all, I tell myself time and time and time again, if we react to this, we're going to manifest more fucking negative shit. So what else can we feel in this moment? What other conversations can we have? How else can we support each other? What other solutions are there? And then we go into solution mode and we're like, cool, if this person is pulling out or this is a possibility, what, what else can we do? Because the, what I see most people do is that they're just like, okay, well, it's working out. And then they sit back and do fucking nothing. You know, when I determined I wanted more people in the free training yesterday, I did a few pitches throughout the day and that fucking worked to get, to get a person in. And then I, um, followed up with somebody who was interested in coming, who didn't sign up and then they fucking signed up. So it's like, my job is to show up with all of the possibilities that I can do, all of my part that I can do here on this earth. It's not just sitting back and not fucking doing anything and be like, okay, well, the universe got this, but what is your part? What are opportunities that you can take? You know, how can you stress less? When we were late on our rent and we were struggling to pay this and struggling to pay that, instead of avoiding it, I would call the people and be like, cool, this is what's going on. Can I pay you on this? And they'd be like, cool, no problem. Instead of avoiding it and then flipping the fuck out. So what actions can you take in whatever area of your life that's coming up where it feels like you're actually moving the needle forward? Don't just relax and do fucking nothing. There's going to be moments of that. But is there anything else that's coming up? How can you be solution fucking based? And that is number six. Be always solution fucking based. All right. So non-resistance isn't just this energy of knowing that it's working out. Right. It's the energy of not being attached to the outcome that you thought needed to absolutely happen and you possibly rerouting, you possibly doing an extra step, you possibly taking time to watch fucking million dollar fucking listing in the Kardashians. You know, there's you following up with people, you nurturing more of the people who are in your space, you um, making sure you feed your body. I've talked about this on the podcast before where I, um, when I'm stressed or when I have so much going on and I'm just feeling negative or whatever, like I don't fucking eat. And then a lot of times like I'll end up binging and stuff like that, which doesn't really happen anymore, but that's been a pattern of mine for a really long time. And so now it doesn't really happen, like I said, because I've done a lot of work around all of the factors that cause me a poor relationship with food. But something that I make sure that I do when I'm feeling stressed is I fucking eat. <laughs> because I know that the minute that I feed into not eating, it's going to cause a cascading effect, right? It's going to cause a fucking cascading effect. And so when I'm so attached to the outcome needing to happen, I have you know, 10 things that I do, whatever behaviors that I do, whatever thought patterns that come up that end up manifesting more shit in my life. And you have to be aware of what your patterns are. That's the last thing that I will end, end off with. You have to be aware with what your patterns are and stop them sooner and sooner and sooner and sooner. Choose a different route in your patterns because if your patterns and your habits and your thoughts and your beliefs are the things that are attracting the things into your life, 
then it's not just the practice of non-resistance in the sense of, hey, I didn't, I didn't need it to happen that way. I'm not going to grip onto it. But it's also the pattern of how can I change my actions in this moment to elicit a different response? How can I change my thoughts in this moment to elicit a different response? How can I do something different than what I would normally do? So if my impulse is normally not to eat, okay, let me eat. It sounds dumb. But it's a huge fucking thing because now I can think with a clearer head. Now I can think, is there anything else that I'm meant to do in this moment? Do I have any other ideas about how to get more people in or about how I can open up energy for more? Like, what can I do in this moment that would make me feel so much better? Yeah? So we don't just fall on the side of leaning back and letting the universe decide what happens. The universe is responding to you. Like, do you get that? The universe is responding to you. So yes, be detachment needing to happen in a specific way because the universe has a better fucking plan for you. But how many times are you just going to set out to make the plan of the business or make the plan of this or make the plan of that? And just be like, okay, well, it's happening in a better way. And meanwhile, you didn't actually show up for it. You didn't shift your actions. You didn't shift your beliefs. You didn't shift your thoughts and your habits and your patterns. Yeah. So remember, you still have power. That's what I want to leave you off with today. My message to you in these moments when you need to practice non-resistance is you still have power to shift things. You still have power and actions to take. And I don't know what those are. That's up to you to decide and you to get connected to yourself with. Come into mentorship with me. I'm going to be opening up Life on Fire in the next few days. Come into the free training. Like, there's so many actions that you can take when... Yes, practicing non-resistance is important, but do you feel like you've actually done everything that you could? Have you shifted everything that needs to be shifted to, for you to feel confident attracting what it is that you desire? Okay, loves, that is what I have for you. I'm going to go and prepare for the free training. It's 12 p.m. today, so I have about three hours to do, so I'm going to eat. Oh, I'm going to review. I'm going to connect with the universe. I'm going to connect with myself, making sure that my intentions are set for this training. Maybe I'll actually do a little podcast before I do that on how I prepare for things. Um, that would feel fun. Okay, loves. I hope to see you there. Come in last minute if you feel called. I love you. Happy manifesting. If anything in this resonated with you or you have questions or whatever, please let me know and I will see you soon.